Hello and welcome to the next episode of Eddie and Matt Outkick Their Coverage. Today's going to be a little bit light last week. We're going to do a review of Week 8 with our predictions for Week 9 and then a little bit of nonsense from the mailbag at the end. Um, we're going to get started with last week's games. Just have a quick rundown of them and anything that, that, that stuck out to us. So we'll go with the Thursday Night Football, which was the Vikings beating the Redskins 19-9. Um, Kirk Cousins was, was alright in that game. I think it was probably one of his best, you said one of his, his best two games you've seen him play for us. Yeah, when I watched the game, it was my second favourite performance by him because you've got to think it's a revenge game. You're playing against a team that's got a, team that's got a solid defensive line and although they didn't have a lot of threats on receiving it, like on the attacking end, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they didn't have the pass rush that a lot of teams do have. They do have Montez Sweat, who's a beast off the edge. And, you know, he's not getting as much plays as he could be because basically they can't blitz too much just because the secondary is not good enough to risk it. Um, I think most of the passes he made were sensible passes good passes, ball with it to be caught. Um, we did have a fumble from Diggs again. He seems to have not, he's not got drops this season, but he does seem to have a couple of issues. It was his fourth or third or fourth fumble, Something wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. yeah. And he's also caused an interception and dropped a few balls. So he's having a good season in some respects, but then in other respects, he's not quite as clean as he usually is. No. But I'm sure that'll tidy up. If you watch him later on in other games, when he's got the ball, he's really got both hands on ball now. He's really looking at his security. But like I say, Kirk, he was making smart passes, dumping ball off when he needed to. You know, he, he got sacked a couple of times, but they weren't ever his fault. He kept hold of ball. He couldn't really complain. But my favourite thing about the entire game was the fact that the Vikings left it with no injuries and they didn't open up the playbook. Yeah. It was just simple performance by a team. They could have won with just the field goals. Obviously, you'd like to see him score at red zone more, but they just they didn't show anything too exciting. They won by 10 points. They never looked like losing. They did make one stupid decision with that fourth and one in the run. Yeah, that was a bit. Half. I think I think what that might have been was a case of like they didn't just they couldn't find, they couldn't see the Redskins scoring. Yeah, and they got a little bit maybe overconfident with that. My issue with it is just basically the fact that you're gonna go for a fourth and one and you do the same or trying to jump over the pile when you're not athletic enough to jump over the pile. That's the issue. Basically, do something a bit more intelligent. I get what you're trying to do, but Jonathan Allen's a beast in middle, and obviously I and I just had a good game as well. Yeah. All day we didn't get into backfield. I his name all the way through. I didn't get to stay with the watch game. I watched the highlights. No, you were sort of sort of every sort of second or third player from the Redskins defense was it was his name. Yeah, Pat <coughs> Pat Elfline were a tremendous issue again. Yeah. Xavier Rhodes tremendous issue again. They're just awful. Playing really really bad football. I can't understand why they haven't at least brought Brett Jones or started Dakota Dozier more often over Pat Elfline because he just doesn't seem to be getting it done. Oh. So I heard someone the other day complimenting him, complimenting his playing game. I think it was against the Lions, and it were a decent game. Didn't give up a sack, but I think that was the entire line. It went down to Pat Elf line. Yeah. It's the fact that I think he gave he went over five or four of the holding penalties. He's shining a light on himself, giving these penalties away, isn't he? That's what it Constantly is. Constantly as well. And then there's the fact that obviously Brian O'Neill, you know, you're good for at least five, five a year off of O'Neill for holding. But he gave up his first sack as well this season. Well, forever. He'll never give one sack up in all times being team. It's ridiculous. You can't, you, can't, you can't complain about it, can you? I mean, it was I and I, this as well. But um, we come on inside, and obviously we're trying to cover edge as well as inside, so you can sort of understand it. But now I thought, in the first half, defence looked a bit shaky. Case Keenum knew what we were doing, kept targeting Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes is not playing as physical as he likes because he's not wanting to give penalties away. But it's like uh, Zimmer said after the game, you need to play like a power forward. You need to be using your strength and your size to help you in these situations. At this stage of his career, I think, with injuries, I just mentioned it before, when we were looking at chatting off air, that the only thing he's got left in his locker is his strength. Yeah, his, his body's breaking down. But yeah, but shame for him. But it's like I say, you're here to win, you're not here to make someone feel better about themselves all the time. And I just think it's about time he got dropped. Because Mackenzie Alexander came in the game after he got injured and the passing game would stop. I know obviously Dwayne Atkins came in as well. Yeah. But I don't think he I don't think it would have made a difference. I no. think they wouldn't have had the roads to target and it'd have been a different more closed out game. Holton Hill coming back, coming back the Vikings stronger, but it's like you say it's sad because the roads has always been you know, well, apart from the last two seasons has always been a stalwart in defence. Absolutely, but, yeah. He's been a, a guy to depend on but now he's going with kind of carrying all but Yeah. I mean to say we didn't open saying that he did we open the open the playbook play up book the playbook up much we still managed to tough over four hundred total yards. Well, you can't, can't go. But I mean, like you say, you've got to think as well. That's yeah. a really poor team playing exactly. But it's the fact that they moved the ball. They got within distance. They didn't score, but I think they were probably going to have a few more plays and stuff to do in that situation. But you don't want to be giving all this away, do you? At no. this point in the season. 
I mean, touchdown and four field goals is... If you, it's not a great win, considering we expect it to be a blowout, but if you're beating that type of team that way, with no worries whatsoever, then it's good, pushing good stuff for the second half of the season. I mean, points are nice. If you score a lot of points, that's nice for you, but it's about the end of the game. At the end of the day, you I mean, you could score 20-plus points and still lose a game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you score... Yeah, you know, you score 15, 19 points a game and keep the other team under 10, then you're still getting that, you're getting yeah. that win, but you're not, you know, everyone's like, you're playing boring football, yeah, but we're winning. Exactly. I'd rather play not that we're playing boring football, but I'd rather play safe, like low scoring football and win. Yeah. Rather than be scoring fifty four forty, fifty points and not winning. Exactly. Um right, should we put a full stop on that one? I think yeah. I'll keep going for the rest of the day otherwise. <laughs> right, next on the uh, on the slate was the uh, the the Broncos at the Colts. Colts ended up winning that one fifteen thirteen. A lot closer than I expected, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, well yeah. You say, I mean, it's fair enough saying that, but I think if you look at the Colts, have been in a lot of close games this season. I think that's how they like to play. Yeah. Those are best. That last last kick by Vinatieri was very good for someone. Is that a bit of a game? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, since everybody was talking about him retiring, he's played pretty well. One good play in that game that I didn't notice. I only watched John Red Zone and Sam watched the whole game. Well, Brissett, like breaking out to outside, escaping Von Miller, and making a right first down pass. Yeah. Really good play. It's not like he were. Being chased by some Joe Sloppy Burgers, right, he was Von Miller, Von Miller yeah. on his tail, yeah. A lot of people have, like, obviously, I've heard a lot of people say that this team is probably better than one that Andrew Luck, because they know who they are, they know what they're doing. They're not relying on Andrew Luck, they've got Brissette and they're doing their best to help him, you know, elevate his game and he's playing some good football. They look like a decent team. Yeah. I think Colts going to be up, up there or thereabouts, between them and probably uh, yeah, Texans for the South, isn't it? You never even know in Jags. It's not that I mean there's, there's no one got a losing record in that division. And then um, obviously you've got the Texans are five and two or five five and three maybe, I'm not sure. And obviously Colts are for six and one, no? Five and one. Something like that. Just showing numbers now. Yeah, I'm just saying numbers. <laughs> but no, they've um they've done a bit of a run to the top of the division anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, it's gonna be I think but I think the way they're playing the way they're playing the football they're going to be they're not, let's say, like I said they're, they're confident in what they're doing they're, they're helping each other out rather than being a one man show under luck they're working two, together two tight ends running back strong old line yeah. that's their offence that's what it's built upon and obviously the defence is just an organised defence they've got no world beaters on it they've got a very good linebacker when Leonard's playing and decent secondary decent front line but they're a unit more than any stars yeah ok we'll move on to the next game which was the uh, the, the game that I do spewing the most this week, I think, which oh, was the, the Bucks at the Titans. The Titans are over now, 27-23. I mean, I've had, I, the, the bit I wrote down for this was like, the Bucks got a ref to death, a bit, but they didn't have themselves the turnovers either. They can complain about the referees all the one at the end of the game, but they, obviously three, two interceptions and three, three fumbles the other way. Yeah. That's going to... Titans' defence is one of the best defences oh, yeah. in the league's top 10 defence, but the trouble is, like say, James Winston threw two interceptions, but he could have thrown five or six while he yeah. played. The thing that got me was they hit that they hit the kicker when they went for that you know that trick play, yeah. and the pick ball run off the score. Why we're still alone dead, but the ball was still there. Why? It's not like they want players round the ball to get the ball. No, I think get it fourth down, and you thought maybe that went, but no. If that ball's still live, there's players around the ball. You've got to let them have an opportunity to make the play. That guy got the ball, ran, made the play. Yeah, scored a touchdown. I mean, unless ref, ref thought it was a the, the kicker was down by contact or. Well, the guy was going to throw the ball away. Yeah, but if it had been tackled. Maybe thought he was down. I was trying to protect the kicker from getting hurt because kickers don't do stuff like that. But I don't know. No, the ref. I mean, the ref, still shouldn't have. The one person who knows why he blew that whistle was a referee, and he probably wanted to say so. Mm, yeah, I mean, the books should have, would have, could have, but didn't. I think there's been a lot of going on about the referees on the end of it. But like I said the turnovers killed him before the referees got anywhere close to finishing him off. Yeah, I don't think Winston's got it in him. I think he just seems to be so erratic. No, but like we're going to give some credit to the Titans. Well, it's not just the Bucks turn over and the um, the refs. The, 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 obviously, the, the Titans did stuff to, to make the Bucks turn it over. They're a lot better with Tannehill and the yeah. center, aren't they? Was it the three touchdowns he threw? And no interceptions? Um, like nearly 300 yards? I'll Funny, it's a shit secondary there with mm. Bucks. But still, he can be a bit in front of you. Exactly. Right. Well, we'll move on to the next game then. Well, two and a half when he's been starting as well, aren't they? Yeah. 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 We'll move on to the next game on, my, on the slate, which was the uh, the cards at the Saints. Ended up being 31-9 blowout to the to the Saints. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Nobody expected how else did they? Someone had a gut feeling and it didn't pan out. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was very surprised. I know that the, the Saints defence is very good, but I was very surprised the cards didn't get double figures. Oh, I'm not so much. I think... 
if you look at them, they've got they've started running ball much more of cards to try and complement the pass game, and obviously you can't run ball against Saints. The the front four can stop you from running ball. So as soon as they start trying to make these passes, this big old canal line in front of a smaller quarterback like Calmer, it's going to be harder for them to get ball out. I think the one thing that, that really damaged the cards in that game was losing um, Chase Edmonds really early on, and they had yeah. like zero running it early on against it, against that the, the Saints defense. So it's like basically just pass it, and I think they they ran through be like. 30 or 40 yards in total. Got an awful uh, O-line as well. Yeah. Uh, did they pick up on... Did they just got Kenny and Drake? Yeah. So that's going to help them in the running game, I suppose. Hopefully um, for them. He's a good dual threat running back in and a chance in Miami. Yeah, but I mean, Drake's... We all mentioned Drew Brees' first game back from his thumb injury. Back ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. Through for... Was it 300 odd yards? Three that's touchdowns? One thing to think about there, though, is every year he starts to fade off near the end of the season because he's, he's been obviously constantly throwing. Mm. Now he's coming he's back from his break, game. Yeah, yeah, he could finish season strong still. Yeah. We'll see. And what also helped was uh, 150 all, all-purpose yards from uh, Latavius Murray as well. Taking a bit of pressure after he brings. Fuck off, man. <laughs> Um, right, we'll move on to the the uh, Wembley game, which was the uh, the Bengals against the the LA Rams, and the Rams won that twenty four ten. I mean, this is well a lot closer than it should have been. Yeah, I, and we we all know that Andy Dalton's being benched next week well, for, for and I'm thinking, I will remember this this day and the family caused to bench him, but you like didn't throw any interceptions. Didn't throw any interceptions. Threw for three hundred yards, but. 60% completion, completion rate off 50 plus passes yeah exactly and only 6 of those were defended so there was 14 passes that he sailed or dropped short which is you know for a starting quarterback as what is he 3rd 4th year veteran yeah he should be doing better than that what are you saying Andy Jones should be dropped I know I'm not saying he should be dropped but he should be doing better than that the, the reason that who are you throwing to there I know the, thing, the reason they've dropped him is like, like but I mean you say he's referring to he's still 300 plus yards exactly but you're just saying he's, he's a, there's all these um, missing passes aren't you yeah if he'd hit those passes saying, oh, if, if, right. if it had been someone like I thought what you were saying was he needs to do better with his throws oh no 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 no. Well, I'm saying, oh, that's what I took from what you said no 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 no. if if, if he's got people that can maybe I mean, he's making passes that should be catchable yeah yeah and like, I mean, like I said six of them got defended so you have 14 passes that were I'm, I think I think seven or eight of them were dropped by defenders, uh, dropped by receivers. His receivers, which didn't help him out. We should have been another hundred twenty yards on top of that. Maybe a couple of touchdowns, which would have turned the game in the Ram, in the in the Bengals' favor potentially. Bengals were a joke, aren't they? but yeah, they were a bit Andy Dalton basically they might be taking him out to keep him healthy and let him come back next year. Maybe and giving the young lad some. What's he, I can't remember his name. They're lucky they've got Finley, Finley, Brian Finley. Yeah, giving him just giving him some reps. Yeah, let him get him destroyed instead. And do a fourth round quarterback. Might move. Maybe second round. Should have been fourth round. Anyway. Yeah, but I think it's another snoozer for the for the English crowds or the European crowds. Cooper Cup had a good game at least. Yeah, Cooper Cup blew things up. Was it 40 points fantasy, 220 yards receiving? A couple of touchdowns. Still didn't beat me though. Cam, did you with that? Um, no idea. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think... Potentially, apart from the Panthers Bucks game, which was at top at Spurs Stadium, that was probably nodding just in case. Yeah, that was that was a decent game. I mean, the, the Raiders beating the Bears was a good game, also. They've had two good games this season. I'm worried about next week, obviously, it's upcoming games. So I think it's the Jags against we've got Jags and can't see them Texans. So that might be another, that might be an all right game. We'll see what happens. We'll go back to the we'll go to the pitchings a little bit. Okay, we'll, we'll speak of the Jags. Next game on my slate is the um, the Jets at the Jags. The Jags being them 29-15. The only thing, I wrote one line for this game, which is Sam Dowd can't wait for Halloween to be over. Because I think, even though he went mic'd up, he would, he would have been telling people he was seeing ghosts again. Yes, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Well, I did say in uh, in my predictions for last week, it's just going to be similar because they've got a strong defence and obviously it's hard to... You know, play against a strong defense. The biggest issue they have is their old line's awful, so he knows he's going to be getting it. They're ruining his career, basically. There's potential there. It's like you say, through interceptions in college, he's going to throw interceptions in NFL. It's just how it happens. You're not just going to stop doing something. No. It's well winning. The only thing you're going to stop doing when you go from <laughs> college to NFL. Okay, we're going to move on from that dumpster fire to uh, the Giants against the Lions. I expected Lions to win. I th- thought they put up a fair few points. I expected a few more points, but do you know what I mean? Playing against a team that's got a decent offence but terrible defence, I thought they'd have put up more points, perfectly honest with you. Yep. Not disappointed, but obviously I think it's just a bit... I think we're out of the run game, that's why they can't 
get it going. If they had better running, a better running play, then they probably would have put even more points up. We don't kill the game su- off. More. I'm surprised they didn't try picking up Kenny and Drake or going after Melvin Gordon to try and strengthen the running game up. Apparently, they've the been in for him. From what I've heard, must not have offered enough. Yeah, must not have offered enough. We'll give you a pack of Maltesers <laughs> and half a bag of Rebels and this chewed bit of chewing gum. Jag- season tickets to the Lions. <laughs> the Dolphins are to snap their hands off. But um, for me, Daniel Jones needs, needs a bit of love. He's <laughs> not been awful, has he? No, I mean, that, against, the, against the Lions, which their, their secondary has been, had been pretty good at the beginning of the season, but has dropped off a cliff of late, which is, should be worrying for any Lions fans. He's been playing against MVP Kirk Cousins week before, have not they? Oh, yeah. Which is, uh, <laughs> um, Took the confidence away. Yeah, no, 322 yards. Four touchdowns. He fumbled. He lost the fumble, but yeah, but like I said, it's a good D line, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but uh, he carried him. I think for the first time you've seen him sort of like take out of that offense and say, "Look, come on, let's get let's get going." Because they had no. Because that Lions front seven just just shut shot Saquon Barker down yeah. in the run game. It's like eighty five yards in, in screen yeah, game, screen yeah. game, but shut that running game something something nasty, um, which is something I think to be positive for about the Lions defence but that's it like we both said that Lions second is awful at the moment you said <laughs> alright then you don't say it but you believe it Slay's been you don't he that's yeah what I and think. Slay got, comes back into the team it's a different they've got situation Diggs as well yeah but Diggs not playing that great he's won't been tackling that much has he to be honest I think obviously it's still a bit it's weakened them yeah you know, what they give away I don't know about weakened because one of the young lads like they've had a couple of young lads coming in that look too bad I think Coleman were playing really, really well up until last last few weeks. Obviously, he got they didn't do that well against us. He, didn't, he gave away that penalty, didn't he? Where we looked like we give an interception away, but now he's uh, not done, not doing what he did previously. No, okay. I think we'll leave that that, shall we? Yeah. Okay. Uh, next game was the uh, the LA Chargers beating the uh, Chicago Bears seventeen sixteen. They took our curse with the kicker away from us or something. Because their kickers just seem to have I don't want to say I don't want to say anything. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for Pinheiro because yeah. he has to play for Bears. Pinheiro now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're in that situation. You should have scored more touchdowns in red zone. God knows how many times. Mitchell Trubisky's not been playing that well. Yeah. Obviously, everybody's expecting him to run all the time and he can't pass that well. He's, he's, he's in an awful situation. The old line seems to have deteriorated. And obviously, defence is on the field a lot more. It's going to tire him out. But on the same same coin, it's like exactly the same for Chargers. They've not had strongest offense or strongest defense. It was just two dumpster fires against each other. What's going to be, got to be frustrated with the Bears fans is that they had they they out that game one didn't they? Yeah, and I mean they they picked up they had more yards they, they out yarded the uh, the Chargers by maybe hundred yards. Yeah, Com- I think I think the Rivers got over two hundred yards passing. The rushing game wasn't even was nowhere near anything effective. So I mean, you, you could give Chargers a pat on back for stopping some touchdowns, and you could obviously give Bears pat on back for some t- stopping some touchdowns. But they still marched down to field to field goal range. Yeah. At end of the game, and could have won it. But yeah. it was more the Bears lost it, and the, the Chargers won it. I think, and I think if you Chargers, should we go away there thinking we're lucky to get that win? We need to sort stuff out. And if you Bears, you really know you need to sort stuff out because obviously Chase Daniel and. Uh, and Mitchell Trubisky aren't the answer and what else isn't the answer is throwing people on the bus and throwing a tantrum Mr Coach of the Year Matt Nagy mm. who seems to have turned into Mr Arsehole because he's not oh my playbook's great my playbook's great I'm oh, being me though I'm being me yeah just being a knob don't want nicking your award for asshole good yeah. I've had that every year for the last 20 years <laughs> uh, we'll put a line on that one because like I say it was two dumpster fires against each other wasn't it yeah uh, I could smell the burning shit ok um, Eagles at the Bills next the Eagles winning that one 31-13 nice little uh... smashed them didn't they pick that one yeah one of my happier picks uh, yeah, I did expect the Eagles to go in there and do well I think they put it up on offence on them and that defence weren't expecting quite so much of the run as they got and I think Miles Sanders is, is breaking out he's definitely looking like a top 15 back in league can do it all I don't think he does anything amazing but everything he does do he does well but um, Wentz seemed to be connecting a bit better. And when I, when I was watching Summit Game, what I noticed was the clear difference between Carson Wentz and Josh Allen is, as a passer, Carson Wentz is brilliant. It can also run pretty well. Obviously not to the same level as Josh Allen, but Josh Allen's like, his passes, he looks like he has to take a lot off him just yeah. for him to not go flying into the stands. And his running is just, it just seems to be like, right, I can't throw a ball, I'll run. There just seems to be no thought to start running. 
was even like they designed most of them and he's had a few fumbles due to it I mean Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox coming after you it's, it's not it's not a fun day at the office well, you borrowed, um, uh, borrowed some Downs glasses I think yeah I mean against that secondary Eagles just because of how he like if he could have connected with some passes if he were more accurate he'd have probably torn him up a little bit more mm. but just I think they just knew just blitz him because he's not it's not accurate enough to be getting ball out and fast getting enough. ball fast yeah. some of the passes he made were nice but I think just poor poor performance yeah, they can't, there's got to be anything, any positives for the Bills to have not really, can there? No. Um, apart from them, maybe kept the equal under 40 points. There's probably the only positive they can set from that. Uh, moving on then. <coughs> Next game on my slate was the Seahawks at the Falcons. Seahawks eventually winning that one 77-20, but it could have been a different story the way the Falcons came back. Yeah, my point of view on it is the Falcons are shit, yeah. but Seahawks just don't seem to put games to bed. No, they, they, went, up, they went, up, uh, went up big early and then just sort of like... Oh, yeah, we're gonna we'll, we'll just take, we'll take foot off gas and we'll save some energy. It almost very nearly bit him in the ass against a against a, a just, a, just a poor poor Falcons team. Yeah, other look better with Matt Schaub in the centre, but um, I don't know, I think Matt Ryan's probably like what I said last week when quarterbacks go they go, don't they? I don't think he's gone. I just think it's hurt a lot. Yeah, uh, we'll soon see. I suppose if he comes back from his ankle injury and see have a little bit of rest and not getting battered every week it makes him a little bit of. Better quarterback, but we'll see, I suppose. A shell line as well. Yeah, it's not a great story for the Falcons. And I'm still, uh, as, of, as of recording, Dan Quinn still has a job. Yeah, well, I think we could leave him with it to end the season and then get rid of him and someone gets a full off season. You're not fanning about it. You can come in, you can assess it from outside. How, how have these players played in the last few weeks? How are they going to play when it going gets tough? The players who are playing well when going gets tough, you want to keep around. Players that you've seen have given up, um, get rid of them. Yeah. Best option, that I think. Keep them healing. After two seasons, I only have two guys left on, on the squad that were there when you uh, started, yeah. Honestly, you don't want to go in somewhere and... There's a toxic culture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can look from outside, and then when you go in, you say, look, to speak to players you're going to keep, or get rid of say, look, I saw this from you, I saw this from you. I think Falcons, obviously, are going to keep Calvin Ridley, you're going to keep uh, Grady Jarrett, maybe keep Julio Jones, because he's just a generational talent. If Matt Ryan can get healthy again, you keep Matt Ryan, but the rest of it, you know what I mean? There's, there's some decent there, but... What's the point in keeping it around? Do you know mm. what I mean? Freeman's terrible. Austin Hooper's all right. Tight end. Yeah, Austin Hooper's all right. With another one. What's what we get? Our receiver. Obviously not Sanu. You said Ridley, didn't you? Yeah. That, that Jones. Me. Jones. Julio. Oh, yeah. I've already said Julio as well. Absolutely. They don't matter. Ito Smith's not a bad running back. He were, he were pretty young. That's what I mean. You don't want to be going in there and keeping other people like Vic Beasley and Devontae Freeman and stuff like that. They're just... The, get some get some young guys in. Yeah. Just build from the ground up like Dolphins are going to be in next season. Yeah. And it makes, uh, people forget that in 2017 they got to divisional game and played against Eagles and they were 10-9. And they could have easily beat Eagles coming to they had come to Viking Stadium. Vikings had gone to Super Bowl and beat Patriots at Super Bowl. Yeah. Shame. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> 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 Welcome to the NFL. Welcome to the NFL. Right, next game on, the, on, the, on my slate is the... Uh, the Panthers against the 49ers, which, which ended up being 51-13, the 49ers. Sick of hearing about it already. <laughs> I knew Panthers had let me down. I even said this would probably be time Panthers finally let me down. My streak's over. I mean, to, to what, the two, the last two touchdowns that the, the, the 49ers scored, it looked like they were trying to score. Yeah. That that Ahmed Mosted touchdown, yeah, that he just... He ran and was like, oh, no, it's tackling me, so I'll just keep going. And he'd like, he just sort of stopped running and sort of like sorted in a little bit because he was kind of like, oh, I don't want to score upon him, but no one's tackling me. Yeah. It's like Pampers had checked out completely in that game. Although, one thing to go with it, it was a unique score. Was there been a 51-13 uh, score in the NFL before? Great. Just a, you know. It's bitter about it, to be honest. <laughs> I expected a close game and it was just a joke. Shows how good 49ers are. Yeah, I think we were sort of on cusp point they were like well they haven't played anybody well now they've played, no, they've somebody. played somebody and they, they showed them their ass yeah. um, they were a very difficult team to beat there's only a few teams in the NFL I think who could beat them for, for, the, for the regular season slate then, there's maybe three teams that they come up against that's tough they've got the Cardinals <laughs> <laughs> they've got the Seahawks and the Packers the Seahawks twice or once no they've already, they've already played the Seahawks. Seahawks they've got Seahawks they've and... Seahawks haven't they yeah. obviously they're 7-0 
The Seahawks and Packers coming into Le- uh, Levi Stadium. When did they play? When did they play Packers? Uh, Seahawks. No, 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 no. They played Seahawks. Was it third or fourth game? Yeah, that was that one that they beat. Yeah, beat the beat, beat McClink. Yeah, but they've got they've got the Packers and the Seahawks coming into Levi, yeah. and the last game of the season's at um, at Saints. Right. But by then it could be tied up. They could already have won, one division have a have a have a high seed. So. We play at Saints, so you could be playing for, for for first seed. You could, that's yeah. The thing. Yeah, that's they're going to be the three games. That I think they're going to be. They're, they're, they're only, it sounds daft, but they're, they're the only three games out of the next. What? They're eight and oh, They've got seven. Seven games left. Seven they they no. can lose three of them games. Seven and oh, sorry, they can lose. Week. They can lose three of the next eight games. Potentially, but I mean, two of those games are at home, so potentially not. Yeah, I mean, it showed difference to them at home. Cause yeah. They made it a very difficult game against the. Uh, Redskins. Yeah. But the conditions, blah, blah, blah. Right, we'll leave that one because, I mean... We've got the... Ravens. Have they? Got Ravens, that, Ravens Saints, Seahawks, Rams, Seahawks. I didn't fancy Seahawks, Rams. I got Seahawks twice? Yeah. I thought I'd beat them. What do I know, eh? Um, but still, I think if they can get out of the next eight games of a 5-3 and three record... That. Yeah, the Smash Bucks, Smashed Bengals, uh, just beat Steelers, uh, Smash Browns, and they beat Rams, laugh the way through Redskins, Smash Panthers. And that Rams at Rams as well, isn't it? All the divisional games left to play, so they've got, apart mm. from one Rams game, yeah. so they've got two cards, two Seahawks, one, uh, one Rams. Rams. The thing is, he's playing divisional games, that's where it could be difficult, so looking through here, one, two, three, four. the wrong five. game, they're the wrong team then. I could see him losing five of them. Yeah, they're playing the same last time, aren't they? Yeah, last game yeah. of the season. Oh, Almost about a fever dream or something. Yeah, I could right. see him losing five of them, though. Yeah. Not that they will, but they could. Potential. Like five Nick Bosa gets injured, which I'm predicting. My evil prediction is Nick Bosa's going to get injured. Ooh. I hope not. No. But I think <laughs> the way he put the, the way he sort of started the, the first, that first half, the way he played the first half, it was like, wow, he's playing like South football. In the second half, he looked completely gassed. Yeah, but he didn't really have to do it. No, he didn't have to do anything, but he didn't... Like he'd overdone it. Yeah, he looked, he looked like he, he'd beaten himself rather than anyone else. Ford could have come in, but they could have brought D Ford in. The Royce Button was playing well as well. The Royce Button was in there. Ford, Eric Armstead. had six sacks in the first half. I thought they were going to go on and break the record for the most sacks by a team, but they just had one second. I think it's 12 sacks in the game by a team. Did we get 11 last year or 10 twice? Potentially. I think we got 10 sacks twice. We've got 10 against... Dolphins ten against Lions. Got records twelve. Yeah, and that's all. That's an old record. That's an old record as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Next game: the Browns at the Patriots. The Patriots won that twenty-seven thirteen. Yeah, I think the Browns picked it up later on in game, but Patriots just basically show what it means to be organised and a good football team with a good defence. Yeah. The Browns are very young. Coaching is very embryonic. I think they can improve the coaching, but they're going to have to improve that whole line first. Yeah, I mean, it's the, the, the Patriots were 17-0 up in the first quarter, and that pretty much put a fork in, didn't it? Yeah. There was that Nick Chubb's bumble where Carl Van Oy had um, pushed the bloody, or tripped the tackle, or flipped flip the tackle over, and he kicked, his own tackle kicked the ball out of Chubb's hand. That's like, what the F play? Yeah. That is just a mad play. And then the um, the shovel pass that, that Baker Mayfield just basically plopped into the Patriots, Defenders Andy running for touchdown. Showing his respect to Bill Belichick, isn't he? <laughs> I'm offering my sacrifice. But like I said at the beginning of the season, Browns, they've got talent, but it doesn't mean it's going to be wins for them. No. Um, there was a, you know, we, we both gave warnings about the Browns hype, and it seems to have uh, come through a little bit, doesn't it? Right, um, moving on then, we have got the Raiders of the, te- the Texans, 20, Rex, Rexons, the Texans managed to win that one 27-24. Fancy them. Yeah, by no means was it a bad game for the Raiders, but the Texans were just better. It's Watson, isn't it? It's yeah. difference. They've lost JJ Watson season yeah. now, haven't Gosh, they? Yeah. Yeah. Which is a shit. They've still got Watson. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Now, um, it's going to be it's going to be a, sh- a shame for Texans fans that they've lost that that key piece of the day. Um, we'll see how they go moving forward now without him leading that defense. Yeah. Um, but uh, Raiders were never really out of that game. I don't think. Another good team. We're leading most of it. Yeah. So, something to be um, positive for with the Raiders fans there. Uh, right, next game. 
was the uh, Packers against the Chiefs. Uh, Packers ended up winning that 31-24, the Mahomesless Chiefs. I didn't expect it to be as close as it was. And I don't want to say it shouldn't have been that close because we're playing this week. If we mm. come in and Tanner's, it'll be a bit bad. But you would have expected them to not be as close just because of how good Aaron Rodgers is playing. You thought he'd put more scores on board. But um, some, some big plays he made in that game and to, to win. It's a win, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly, we said that before, you might have points win by, if it's one point you win, if it's 12 points you win, you know what I mean? Okay, um, yeah, Chiefs didn't play too bad, Matt Moore was alright. Um, offensive, yeah, offensive, this game, Andy Reid's game did it well, but not well enough to beat the Packers. The, Matt the Flower and uh, Aaron Rodgers come in and did what they've been doing all season pretty much. Yeah. But had any referee out there this week, well done to them. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's unexpected. Yeah, I mean... So we go we go we go to Kansas City next week and yeah. it's gonna be a very scary game to play in it. Yeah, it's on it's on telly as well. So oh, it's probably back as well. I thought it was out for four weeks. No, that's only for the play this week. Nah, bugger. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, last game was a Monday night football snooze fest, which was the Steelers against the Dolphins. Steelers had to come back, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, I even the Dolphins taking a lead, you thought we're going to win this. No. Still defence six more. Two it's out for the season though. Stefan to it. Thanks so yeah. Mason Rudolph looked good, good coming back and starting quite well. Yeah, he good. I remember watching uh, saw a little bit of game and he has got no pocket awareness whatsoever. You <laughs> to slide out of pocket and just straight into something. No, just like, oh my god. But no. from a perspective, you look at it from player's perspective you're just a bit further back. And literally all you had to do as you scan it field, all you had to do was look like that, but he just started sliding. He was looking left and he didn't even looking on the like, oh. Is he on a skateboard? Someone put him along. <laughs> I don't know. When they, when they come to the schedule, I don't know who in the right mind thought. Oh, yeah. Steelers, Dolphins won that football's going to be a right but game. Who thought that even if the Steelers still had uh, Ben Roethlisberger? I mean, they had everyone. They yeah. still would have been fun. They'd have been, if they had all those players, they'd have been 70 nil. Yeah, they'd have, they'd have flattened Dolphins, but. How Dolphins have got any prime time games is, is, is don't just... Don't make any sense. Like when Bengals are Redskins in them as well. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's throwing, throwing a bone to Dolphins fans. So yeah, but, maybe. Yeah, just, just to... They need something, don't they? Yeah, I mean... Just to, just to add back to the Redskins that you just said, I mean, they are awful. And they're being run awfully and the only reason they're probably still a franchise in Washington is because they make a lot of money. Yeah. I think they were like seventh most fran- profitable franchise last season. Really, they don't have anybody in stadium now, though. Well, the fans that come dressed as seats. Um, no, they. I think it's because of like the success they had in the the eighties, yeah. and they've got a lot of fans worldwide from that. Yeah. And they buy all the gear. Yeah, or you know when they're in the states, they have got them games. Or it's it's just. Yeah. While they're making money, they'll be in the New York. They'll be a Washington franchise. No matter how poor a team is, and it's a shame that for, for actual Redskins fans. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll move on then to the predictions part of the show. We'll have a break again because like, we went last week, we rolled really well. Yeah. We've got the predictions then. Uh, Ed, do you want to kick things off? You well, you can go first if you want, I'm asked. Okay, right, we've got. Where are we? Thursday night football. I'm with mine up to catch who I picked. Thursday night football, we've got the 49ers at the Cardinals. I have gone. On shocker. With the San Fran. No, I've gone with the 49ers, yeah, I'm not going to mess about. San Francisco is 49ers, yeah. So no. It wouldn't have been messing about. I was going to start messing about and saying, no, no, I've gone with the Cat. No, 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 I've gone with the 49ers. Um, just because. Well, the dominant defence with a solid run offence. Bosa's probably going to get after Kyle Murray a bit more than most have, and I yeah. reckon it'll be a massive win. 37-18, I'm going. Yeah, I can see Niners. I can see him doing that quite quite handily. That's something that might be conservative. I score. mean, it's a divisional game as well, so you can always start worrying, but it's just, like I said last week, we've got tanned by Saints. Another good team's coming in, probably going to get tanned again. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are positive for the cards, but they're all... I mean, they've got... Like we said, got so what's the play on a Thursday to get an extra day, a few days off? <laughs> Yeah, um, got, they should have a bit of a better running game. I know Kendrick's been there last in a week, but he knows how to play running back in the NFL. I, can run, can I? Yeah. I think I'll make it better. I just think he'll actually have it. It'll, you know it'll balance them out a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. But that, well, that, that, that's David Johnson, man. He used to be a class back. Like 49ers front seven's going to just, just gonna eat him alive. Yeah. Um, okay, it's a bit of a baptism fire for a minute in a Cardinals uniform. At least he's used to getting it, though, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hang on a minute. 
I'm still playing with Dolphins here. I'm getting hammered. Uh, right, next game is Sunday Night Football. Sorry, Sunday early game, sorry. It's the uh, Vikings at the Chiefs. Ed? Um, well, I thought you might have gone first. Cause I went, first, I went first it's been much pick. I'll pick. I'll pick Chiefs. I'll pick Chiefs. I'll pick other team. But yeah. like I say, I think they're gonna have to get after Cousins. Their defense gonna have to get after Cousins. Stop run, and probably just put Tyreek on Rhodes, and that's how you're gonna be able to get some success. I think for Vikings to win, they have to run the ball well. They have to make sure that Tyreek's kept on the on the wraps, and basically just try and keep control clock. And when you do have a chance to score, you score. So that's the type of offense that can put points on you. Yeah. Hello and welcome back to the uh, Good Morning Podcast. <laughs> as you can see, we're still running a professional uh, podcast here. As you can, as not unlike normally, there's no babies crying. We've now got adults with their guest appearances on, on the show. Live um, from the My Kitchen Studios. Uh, yeah, basically, I just think that we have to be able to focus in on Tyreek, take him out of game, uh, run the ball, and just open Mahomes if he does plays shut down but it's going to be very difficult I know we're a difficult defence to play against in the second half but the first half not so much it's a prime time game so it's scary but I'm going to take Chiefs 28-17 yeah okay I can see either way I think if we if we can shut them down I think we've got a chance of beating them I think we should be able to run them mm-hmm. and I think that could be this could be a run the down the throat game I really could but like I, first two games of the season yeah but I don't know, a little bit of passing mixed in, I think, but it's going to be a down for a game, I think, because just that's where they're really weak. Um, but I've, yeah, I've, I've picked the Vikings because Shock. I, went, I, I went away from them in the one, so <laughs> I thought I'd stick with them. Um, right, next game is the uh, the last game we with this season, which is the Texans at the Jags. Uh, I think the Jags' defence will be able to cope with the Texans' offence a lot better than other teams have. I think it's it's a divisional game, so it's never one you can pick easily. It's also a, a an out of an out of st- an out of country game. Yeah, have they ever lost away from in in England? The Jags. I don't know. They might have lost a couple, like one or two, but they've been playing it for the last. Was it the sixth game? Is it? Something ridiculous like that. So they used smash Ravens. They the, the Jags are used to this playing it. I think the Texans have played maybe one game in London, yeah. maybe. So I think the, the Jags are more used. Yeah, the Jags are going to be more used to playing. They played the Chargers last year, did they? The year before. Can't remember. Yeah. But the Jags are going to be more used to playing this, this the game. The Titans played them there last year and they missed the last thingy field goal, I think. Or last, a two point conversion they missed. I can't remember something like that anyway. But I think because of the Jags, they're not prepared for the London game. They know how to. They're, they're used to the pitch, used to the crowd. Yeah. Not being a you know, partisan Jags crowd. But I think it's getting that way now. There are a lot more Jags, there are a lot more fans turning up supporting the Jags because they, they made their commitment to be that team that comes over every year. To a championship game two years ago. That yeah, helps. that as well helps. Um, but yeah, I think the Jags are going to have enough in the uh, in the old bag of tricks to beat the Texans, and also the Texans have lost the defensive keystone in in Georgia. What now for the rest of the season? So that's going to weaken them on defense. Nah, my perspective, I think Texans are going to win. They're going to win thirty three thirty. I think it's going to be much higher scoring than people expect. But I think Deshaun Watson's the type of person that can make magic make, uh, magic happen. I think that's what he's going to have to do to win this game. I think Minshew's going to be able to put points upon this defence. Like I said, JJ Watt's missing. But I think obviously they'll just have to work scheme around it because sometimes there's a lot more focus on letting one person do something. Because obviously JJ Watt's a special player, they'll probably let him do certain things yeah. that they could normally... Or they trust him to do certain things. Or yeah, trust yeah. him to do what he wants because he knows what he's doing, if you get me. He's got the experience yeah, yeah. And, the, and the knowledge to know what he's doing. So I think scheme might change a little bit. They might be a bit safe with stuff. And that could put him in decent stead anyway. But um, I do. I think Deshaun Watson's a better quarterback, and in this game where two, like the two strengths are completely opposite, it could uh, be a, a game that's very very close. I'm just going to go with the guy I trust more, which is Deshaun Watson. That's fair enough. I can't argue with that. Any of them points you've made, well, but like I say I think the Jaguars have got enough to to just like, the, the the experience of London games. I think yeah, yeah. It's going to be it's going to be what what tips it for me for them. We've both got opinions, you know, one of us is going to be right. I didn't even think about them, to be fair. Um, right, next game on the slate then is the Colts at the Steelers. I've gone, I think it's going to be a, a close game, and as we've alluded to before, the Colts are really good in close games, so I'm going to go with Colts. Yeah, I've gone Colts as well. Yeah. It's going to be something like 20, 21 17, 21 19, something like that. I've gone 26 18. Yeah. Uh, Colts, you know, I think it's going to be a tough game, but Steelers, you know, Steelers defence is pretty good. 
But I think basically what's going to happen is that uh, the, the offence and the Steelers will make a couple of mistakes. You know, a fumble maybe from James Conner. Juju Smith-Schuster's not able to, you know, pop off. He did well last week. But I can just see uh, I can just see Colts grinding out a win. I think they'll be able to run a bit more on the Steelers with Truett not playing. I think the Steelers' secondary is obviously better because it's got Minka Fitzpatrick, but it's not enough to scare you. Um, so, uh, yeah, thinking Colts 26, Steelers 18. Fair enough. Okay, uh, next game we've got is the Bears at the Eagles. Yep. You go first, Tommy. I think Eagles are going to win it. I think the Bears' offensive uh, offensive uh, minds, you know, too busy thinking about blaming on someone else or kicking off that they're not going to be able to get this done. This is a must-win game for them as well. I think they have to win this. But I just think that Trubisky's not good enough to be able to take advantage of that poor Eagles secondary. And I think Cox and Graham are going to be coming after him all day. So what happened against Josh Allen? Trubisky's just like a... A Josh Allen type player. He's not as strong. Yeah. A little bit more scared. So I just think we have a similar situation to Shep. I don't think they're going to get as many points on board. Uh, I just think Eagles are going to end up winning it 20-93. Bears will manage to score a field goal. Yeah. I suppose if Pinheiro gets one. How many attempts do you think he's going to have to get that field goal? Um, well, I think he's going to basically be doing... I think he's doing kick-off. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I've gone with Eagles as well. The Bears' defence is, is all right, but it's been rubbish the last couple of games. It's not um, rubbish. It's not been as good as they should have been. Yeah, but it was against the Chargers who have been ground off and see But the Eagles, I think when your offence just keeps putting you where they are. Yeah, which is what they're going to do against the Eagles, and I think the Eagles yeah, are going to just run. But it's not, it's not going to be poor, is it? That's all I'm saying. It's not been poor, it's been an awful situation. Yeah. All right, fair so enough. Sticking up for bears. But they're going, to be, they're going to be in the same sort of situation this week against the Eagles, and the Eagles will take more advantage of that. Yeah. And I'm in the same lines, it's going to be 30 odd single figures. Yeah, 30 to 7, I reckon. I don't okay, know if that we shall. Three, I said. Next score. <laughs> we all know what that is now. Yeah, we'll go with that. We, uh, we've got the Jets at the Dolphins. It's a stinker, this, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a really awful one to pick. And normally, when, I, when it's an awful one to pick, I normally go coin flip home game. But the Dolphins are at home. Yeah. And it's after Halloween, so Sam should have stopped seeing ghosts. Yeah. So I'm kind of hoping that the Jets win this one somehow. I think the Jets are going to smash them. I think it's going to be a stinker of a game, but I just think Lev Bell's going to roll them. Well them yeah. Gase is playing against his old team, who he's going to rate. I think Sam Darnold's not going to have as much to scare him. Xavier Howard's out now, so the secondary is a lot worse. Yeah. I think Crowder and um, that other receiver, I can't remember his name, <laughs> who plays for the Jets. Him who supposed to be training. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, yeah. I think he's going to have a good game. I think they're going to be able to do run-pass option, play pretty well that way. Um, I just O line obviously don't have to be great playing against that Dolphins D line. It's going to be a feel good game for Jets fans, isn't it? Yeah, I do think like Seth thirty to seven. So I think it'll be they'll smash them, but obviously nobody will be convinced because it's just Dolphins. I know Dolphins have played a bit better recently, but and the revolving door at quarterback for them, isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, we have got the next game, which is the Titans against the Panthers. Um, I think the Panthers aren't going to get right this week. They I, aren't. No, I think it's Glenn Callan's going to start again. I think the Titans, where the defense isn't as good as the 49ers is, I think it's still got a very good off, uh, defense. And and under with with Ryan Tannehill starting, they've been a lot better on offense. Yeah. So I think they're they're gonna. I think the Panthers are gonna <laughs> maybe I don't know they're gonna they're gonna react well again their asses into them by 49ers what happened last year when it happened though against Steelers they got smashed by Steelers and they were off for the rest of the season yeah this I'd could be a, oh my god I've made my pick they could still be in shock after that as well after, the, after getting asked into oh, they're going to be a rock up the arse let's fucking get after them let's show the short league that we're not a joke team this could be I mean I think they'll start Cal on again sure. just because he played against that really really tough 49ers defence and was under the cosh all game Let's just. I mean, the Titans D isn't going to be walking walk the park, but it's, it's going to be better for them. Um, not bring as much pressure. Oh yeah, yeah. They're not going to be in his lap, but it's going to be. It's still going to be a tough game defensively for the for, offensively the Panthers. But I think the Titans are going to beat them some 24, 24 13. Well, I wish I remembered that about last year. Now, um, I've got Panthers and a bounce back game. I think Ooh. they've got a good defense. I think the secondary is pretty good. I think they'll be able to pressure. Tano and to making mistakes because like we were just saying I mean Titans now they've beat who did they beat this week Titans it was the Bucks Bucks who haven't got a great like amazing pass rush I know they've got Shaq Barrett who's having a good season but other than that they've not really got a great pass rush they've got good run blocking they've got that 
then who did the week beat week before beat somebody else in a close game with Tanel quarterback for the Jags yeah so another team that in tremendous on offence well they're good on defence to, to be fair but they're not they want like like I think that the Panthers pass rush is a lot better than they showed last week do you know what I mean I think that could be a difference here like getting into Tannehill making him make mistakes I think that'll be what they have to do I think it'll be low scoring though I think it'll be 17-19 to the Panthers yeah I can't see it being much more than that so I think 24 I want 24-13 yeah uh, okay uh, next game is another bit of a, it could be another bit of a stinker Redskins at the Bills um, Redskins are proper struggling and the but so the Bills offensively, uh, I think what could be the difference here is the Bills defense is better, yeah. is much better than the Redskins defense. Kerrigan's good for the Redskins. They've got Terry McLaurin, is it? They receive yeah, rookie receivers. AP's getting eighty yards a game, which is not to be. I mean, he's not hundred. He's not getting hundred yards every every other game, but he's getting eighty regularly. He looked good against us as well. Yeah, and we should, when we've got a fairly good rush defense, and he's still managed to get eighty. Yeah, managed to get eighty yards against us. Um, I think they managed to get a sort of hundred yards in total to the team, so I can see them maybe getting that again against the Bills. But it depends on how the Bills run it with uh, with Frank Gore and, and Devin Singletree. It's I'm going to go with the Bills at home, yeah, because I think they've got just that better off that better defense. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a wildly massive game. I think it's going to be something like fourteen seventeen to Bills because Josh Allen is it, is it inaccuracy issues. Yeah, I fancy Bills twenty four nil. 24-0? Yeah. Yeah, I just think they're going to... Uh, they're just going to get after it at quarterback. If Haskins are starting, he's going to be making a lot of mistakes, putting him in position to be able to put points on board. It could be massive with Haskins at quarterback if he's as bad as he's seen in the last couple of games. It could be ridiculous, but, like I say, the, the Bills offensively aren't great, are they? No. Um, right, OK, next game on the slate is... The late games on Sunday, we've got the Bucks at the Steel uh, Seahawks. Sorry, um, I don't think this is a get right game for the Bucks. I think the, the Seahawks have got uh, so obviously Seahawks at home. Yeah, they've got beaten by the Saints. Yeah, they lost to the oh no, they lost, they lost the Saints in the home. That's probably the biggest shock that they've had all season. Who's that? Seahawks. Seahawks, yeah. And Ravens at home as well. Yeah, I can't see them losing again at home. No. Maybe to the 49ers. Yeah, not to the Bucks. Not to the Bucks. Bucks are. Well, it's not just the, the Bucks, it's, it's Winston, it's awful. It's not even just awful, it's just like, it's, it's just an idiot. He, he, passes, he put, we mentioned earlier on about. Um, so no pocket awareness, awareness, and he just he just lobs it sometimes. He throws a beautiful deep ball at times, just he's throwing it to the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> no, I fancy Seahawks as well. I think it's a tough pick, but I think offensive errors, like I said, from Bucks are going to leave him in a hole, and I think Russell, Russ is magical. Help them, you know, stay in front. I've gone 32 24 to the Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, we mentioned earlier about the Bears. Offense putting their defense in, in a hole. I think that's what the, the Bucks are going to do against the Seahawks, and the Seahawks are going to. What did you say? Sorry, 30 what? That's a 32 24. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a bit cheeky. Go 31 31 10. I think. Well, uh, I don't think they've got enough on offense to get at the Seahawks secondary, though. Mike Evans could do a bit. Yeah. Again, it's the same, same breath as. So Metcalf can do it on the other end. Yeah. Okay. Um. Next game. Uh. Is Lions at the Raiders. I fancy Raiders. Yeah, I've gone Raiders as well. I'm I not think... confident, but I think Lions' run game could be a difference against them. Like oh, the lack of game. run game. Yeah, they've yeah. got one. There's no real run no. game at the minute, and if Raiders can get up early, it'll just be a long day for Lions because I think their own line's actually pretty good for Raiders. They're actually pretty big and strong, and mm-hmm. yeah, get some pushback. I think Trent Brown's having a decent season considering. And I think Derek Carr's obviously playing like decent football because it's schemes up so he can have success. Yeah, he's, he's, and Josh Jacobs is playing awesome. That receiving call that he's got with Williams and uh, Waller tight end. It's really good that tight end. Yeah, but it's, it, he's got lots of guys that that were this season no name guys because yeah. yeah, AB, and these no name guys are coming and they've they've all like on separate weeks performing well for Raiders. Waller's looking like an elite player. Yeah. <laughs> On and off, elite play. If he if he's more consistent towards back end of the season, I'm gonna put him up there. I think he's been good in every game. And there's a couple of games where he's maybe not being that good the so far. It was really good, but the week week after the week after that, he wasn't really good. No, really good against Colts. Really good against Bears. Uh, won both them games. Uh, against obviously against uh, Packers, he was good. It's it's not just his receiving that I'm going off. He's a brilliant blocker. Yeah, 
around Thailand. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. For me... But look at what Jared Cook did last year. Do you know what I mean? Cook yeah. were brilliant for, for Raiders as a tight end, so could just be tight end play by. Stafford, could, Stafford can get the old outs around, start whipping ball about and start lobbing balls downfield to go Oh, definitely can see that because Raiders' defence isn't great. But uh, it's that lack of running game. Yeah, it's good. Oh, the Raiders don't have to rush like seven guys and rush, they, can, they can rush maybe four or five guys and still have, you know, and just cover that and, and cover the. Um, Lines, lines, lines receivers, and just, just beat us, beat us with your arm, Matt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. Oh, you could though. That's the difference. That's the difference. Yeah, I mean, what what's going to be Raiders? I mean, I put in thirty twenty. Yeah, I can, I can see both teams scoring a few points, but I think Raiders are going to win them. They'll get out in front, round about the same. I, I think. think they'll probably end up like first end of first half, be like twenty four, up, and then score and miss a kick, miss a kick because Daniel Carson's shit, <laughs> and be like thirty to fourteen up, and then Lions, but like they're fucking going to drive back and. End up not doing so. Yeah, I will raise twenty seven lines nineteen then. Yeah. Just to be a bit different. Just to be an old head. <laughs> uh, okay, next game is Packers at the Chargers. I think as Pack we mentioned is. before, the Chargers are a hot mess, unfortunately for Chargers fans. The Packers are playing well, seven and one is it? Eight yeah, one. Seven and one, one, yeah. Yeah, I think um they lost what against the Eagles. Yeah, it's going to be somewhat stupid, like 39-12. I don't think so. I think Packers' offence is going to work wins in it, but I think the defence is going to be able to be exposed a bit by uh, Old Man River. Uh, maybe 14, then. 30-20, I've got. Oh, no, I'm 30-26, I've got. So you want Packers as well, a yeah. lot closer, yeah. yeah no. but I think Packers will pull it back at end. I think there'll be 14 points behind going into the third quarter, or back end of the third quarter, and then we'll just score twice. Okay. Because that's what they do. Okay, Browns at the Broncos. This is the Joe Flacco-less Broncos. He's There's been... only one person taking the Browns to the Super Bowl, and that was me earlier. <laughs> yeah. um, I think after we've had my familiar one, I'm going to go with the Browns. Same. Because, yes, the... Not the confident just because I've got yeah. it down here. Yeah. Broncos have got a weaker defence near at the start of the season. They're often shit offensive line. Running the ball well, but... The but offensive line, you know, them tackles, mate, are awful. Yeah. And obviously, if you're playing against a team like Browns, who've got Miles Garrett, he's going to be getting in that backfield a lot and he's going to be putting his hand up Drew Locke's ass. Um, <laughs> Joe Flacco is not playing because he's banged his head or at his neck. It's funny how he's hurt his neck just after he's called out all coaches for not being aggressive, isn't it? Yeah, funny but, Yeah, I honestly think it's going to be a tanning for... Um, yeah, Broncos. I'm gonna go Browns thirty one, Broncos six. I'm gonna go thirty to thirteen, Browns. Hmm. Okay then, move on to Sunday night football. We've got the unbeaten New England Patriots against. It looks like I wrote Rams, but it's actually the Baltimore Ravens. Um, <sighs> Let me to go. Yeah, Patriots. I've gone with. I mean, my gut says Ravens, but it lied to me last week, so it can fuck off. <laughs> Uh, common sense should prevail. There's a strong defence for Patriots. I think they'll be able to negate passing attack by Lamar Jackson. I know he throws a good deep ball, but when Patriots are covering for you, showing you all different looks, because he hasn't played a defence like them yet. No one's played a defence like him yet. And I just think that they'll be able to run ball pretty well. You look at how Browns ran ball against against Ravens. Obviously, passing is going to be a bit different due to Marcus Peters being added into the secondary. Mm-hmm. But I just think Tom Brady will take a lot of underneath stuff, take a little bit, a little bit. Death by paper cuts, running ball, running ball. And they'll get it out in front through a lead and then just sit back and just take it that way. Yep. Obviously, they're going to have to be aware that Lamar Jackson's going to be off and running. But I think they're going to, what Bill will do, he's already got personnel in who are going to be able to spy him. He's going to have someone spying him at all times, oh, yeah. someone who's quick and going to get after him. He's not daft, is he? They're going to be. Do you know what I would do? I would have someone like a, a big corner. Do you like Rhodes? As soon as we decide I'd have Rhodes mm. going after him, if it were me. It sounds yeah. silly. But all your job is, mate, is to keep an eye on him. You look like you're playing nickel corner, but you're actually spying Lamar Jackson. That's what I'd do. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a massively high-scoring game. I've gone with the Patriots as well, but I've gone with 21-19 to the Patriots. Yeah, I have put a score down, so I'm going to go 22-18. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, OK, and the final game of Week 9 is the Monday Night Football with the Dallas Cowboys against the New York Football Giants. Yeah. Um. I think the Giants were a lot better on offence with Daniel Jones last week. I think maybe Sirkin Barkley can make he steps up a little bit and helps him out a little bit. But I still think the Cowboys are going to thump him. Yeah, I think Cowboys' defence should confuse Jones enough. And Giants' run de- defence isn't great, so Cowboys will run ball down the throat. But I think Jones is actually smart enough to be able to dissect 
the Cowboys scheme and stuff, and I think as the game goes on, you'll start to notice stuff. And I can see, I can see Cowboys being like quite far in front at one point, and then Giants looking like they're pulling it back, and then just one offensive error ends up leading to to Cowboys winning. I've gone thirty six twenty one, so it's a fifteen point swing. But I just fancy the fact that the Cowboys will be able to run the ball well, getting score touchdowns that way, and then complement it with some Amari Cooper passes. But oh. then every time the Giants get a ball, I think I could see them going like f- f- first couple of plays, players going free and out, and then realizing that the Cowboys scheme is not changing enough, it's too basic, and then he starts carving them up, and then probably puts up most of his points. In in fact, I'm going to put it to twenty seven. That's what I'm going to go to. 36-27. So they'll end up pulling pulling a few failed goals off and you know it's second half just start looking like they're gonna bring it back yeah. and Cowboys will just get one tech away and put game away. I've got a slightly wider margin that I've gone with uh, about forty one twenty four to Cowboys. Well thirty six twenty one before. They're gonna have a field day field day with them, I think. Um Okay, the bye weeks this week, uh, Rams, Saints, Falcons and Bengals. I think we've only Bengals best week of the season. They <laughs> yeah, looking, they've got shit since I said they were playing better than bloody than Dolphins. Let me just, just look in. We've only picked three different games this week. Well, I've got them all right, and you've got them all wrong. <laughs> yeah. Not all of them. Well, your three picks. Oh yeah, but not that one. I hope you're right. With, I hope you're wrong with that one. I'm all about winning. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to bring it up. <laughs> okay, right then. Um, we've got uh, we've got one mailbag question this week. After we've gone through the predictions, we'll do we'll we'll deal with that, or we'll try and deal with that the best we can, and then we'll uh, have you on your way. Right. Got got, got a, a question from Paul Hoodie again in the mailbag. Tinkerbell. Uh, yeah. He wants to know what pa- what passer rating is and how it how it's worked out. Right. And we didn't know. No. So we've. Uh, if we don't know, Google it. Um, I don't know why he didn't bother doing it. Maybe he couldn't reach buttons on his, on his yeah, computer. Yeah, his numbers. Yeah. <laughs> don't understand the numbers. Right. Um, it's a bit complicated. Part of it's witchcraft. It took us a little while to figure out, but then we got it. Yeah. Um, basically, it's four sums put into one sum and put into another sum. Yeah. It's your... Uh, long maths. Yeah, long maths, basically. You've got your um, completions uh, against throws... Or attempt, sorry. That's minus 0.3 times by 5. That gives you one figure. You get your yards per attempt minus 3 times by 0.25 gives you another figure. So that's A and B. Uh, figure C is a touchdown... It says yards per, per, attempt, per attempt. Are you meaning the yards divided by the attempt minus 3 times 0.25? Yeah. Yeah, because the way it's saying... You're saying it just sounds like, oh, I know you've put it down in the layman's terms. Like, Have yeah. The sums aren't there for you to do. Is that it's not giving you the sums. It's giving you the answer to the sums, yeah. basically. And then... Uh, Even now we're confused. Sum, sum C is your touchdowns divided by your attempts. Right. Times by 20. And then figure D is your interceptions per attempt times by 25. And then you, you, you minus that off 2.375. If you come up with any figure with those that are above 2.375, it automatically becomes 2.375 because of the maximum number you can have. Any of those numbers are a minus, that becomes a zero because of the minimum number you can have. Are you keeping up? Good. Right. You take figure A, B, C and D, add them all together. Then you divide them by 6 and times by 100 and that gives you a passer rating. Are you lost yet? Good. Right. We did a couple of examples of this. Just uh, it took us four hours. <laughs> we started. We started uh, doing the uh, the rundown for this about four days ago. Um, we took two quarterbacks at random. Well, one not at random. Yeah. And then um, figured out their passer rating, and then we went and looked and see what his passer rating was for the week, and we were fairly close, weren't we? Yeah. Okay, we went with Kirk Cousins for the first quarterback. Shocker. Okay, his sum A was twenty three completions divided by twenty six attempts. Minus 0.3 times by 5. That gave him a total of 2.92. But because it's over 2.375, that automatically becomes 2.375. So figure A, 2.375. Figure B, which is your yards divided by your attempts. So that's 285 yards divided by 26 attempts. You minus 3 off that. 
we time and then the, the total of that is times by zero point two five, which gave Kurt a score of one point nine nine. So that's figure B. Figure C was his touchdowns per attempt. And he didn't get any touchdowns, so that's zero times two uh, times twenty five, which is zero. So his figure C was zero, and then figure D is interceptions per attempt. Oh, sorry, no, it's 2.375 minus interceptions per attempt times 25. Keeping up. So <laughs> 2.375 minus zero interceptions to, uh, per attempt times by 25 gives Kurt a, score, a, a figure for B of 2.375. <sighs> right, so add up 2.375 for figure A, 1.99 for figure B, add zero for figure C, and then add 2.375 for figure D. Divide them by 6, times them by 100, and then give Kirk Cousins a passer rating of 112.33, which is what it said on the 112.1. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so we, we must have figured something out wrong somewhere online, but we kind of got it there thereabouts. Which leads into next week's special guest, Carol Vardaman, giving yeah. her views on the passer rating in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Um, an episode of fucking countdown then. Yeah, back to countdown. We're gonna we, we, we tried <laughs> just to, just to make sure we got it right. We tried with James Winston. Um, okay, so James James's figure A was twenty one attempt twenty one completions off forty three attempts. So twenty one divided by forty three, which was zero point four eight minus zero point three, which gave him zero point one eight times that by five. Gave him a figure eight of zero point nine four one. Yards per attempt was three hundred one yards of 40, 43 attempts. So that was seven minus three equals one. So he times it by four. Uh, which so three minus seven gives four times point two five is one. So his figure B was one. Uh, then it was touchdowns per attempt. So two divided by forty three. Which was zero point zero four six times by twenty, which gave us zero point nine three for his figure C. Figure D was exactly the same, which is two uh, two touchdowns to forty three attempts, which gave him zero point zero four six times twenty five because it was interceptions, which gave him one point one five. For half the sum, so you get 2.375 minus 1.15, gave him 1.225. Add them all together, which gave you 4.096 divided by 6 times 100, gave him a passer rating of 68.26, which again came out at 68.1, was it? So, basically, passer rating is witchcraft, and also a lot less interesting than it sounded like it was going to be before yeah. we decided to do it on podcast. Yeah. So thanks for that, Paul. Holiday. We really appreciate it. I hope you, you can try and understand it. Yeah. And if anyone's got any good ideas for some of the others to talk about on the podcast, give us a shout. And as long as it's not anything to do with math, we might even do it. Because <laughs> that was fucking awful. Yeah, that was thanks. That was a car crash. It was, it's, it's basically 40 minutes of our lives. We're not getting back. It's basically a time where you need two people with GCSEs in maths. <laughs> that's where you really want to be looking. So, right. But maths not allowed within three, 30 feet of a school, so we're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> not for anything peculiar. It is scary looking bloke, that's all. It's a true story. Uh, okay. Um, I just look like a pederast. I'm not actually one. Right. Um... Okay, we'll, go, we'll just drop on our, uh, our new, session, new session, which is Play of the Week. Ed, you want to go with yours first? Yeah, mine is sadly the Aaron Rodgers play to Jamal Williams at the back of the end zone. He's there trying to evade pressure, and like as he's falling, he just flicks and curls the ball into the back of the end zone. Jamal Williams makes a great two-handed catch, pulling his feet down in the ground, and winning game pretty much for Packers. It were a brilliant play, and he's a tosser. Mine is also from, is also from the Packers against the, uh, the Chiefs, but it's the other side of the ball. I got um, the, the touchdown pass that Matt Moore threw to Travis Kelsey. So uh, other side of the ball. Yeah. And that defence other side of the ball. Wouldn't be the other team. Other team, yeah. I'm just being an asshole now because you maybe listen to 20 minutes of you talking about fucking maths. <laughs> um, I didn't. You want my idea, bloody stupid pal already. Um, not being able to figure it out to even Google. Right. Um, fucking save us with maths. Yeah. <laughs> right, so uh, Matt Moore's. Uh, so Travis Kelsey's on a, on a sort of. Like almost like an inside curl route 
uh, from his from Stappers at the end of the right hand, right hand side of the line. He's looked inside, seen there's a safety in there, and he's sort of Matt Moore seen him look inside, giving him the eyes and lobbed it, and he's put like, enough time enough air on the ball so Travis Kelsey can cut outside and catch the ball. Where he's, he's more alone than the thought in Cam's head. <laughs> And just strolls in for a touchdown. It was a beautifully weighted ball, beautifully passed. He could have, he could, you know, he could have panicked and, lo- and lobbed it. Yeah. But he just put a nice arc on ball. He kept, he kept enough time to give that defender the step and then cut, then cut outside. And he was, he had all the time to catch that ball and strolling with it. It was a lovely, lovely touchdown play. I mean, not a lot. I mean, it's not always going to be a touchdown player. It's just going to be a player that's really good. If it had been stopped on one line, it still would have been my player of the week because yeah, it's we're the not way all about touchdowns on this podcast. Yes, all maths. No, definitely not. Right, have you got anything else you would like to add to that, my old thing? Uh, no. Excellent. Right then. Okay, thanks for listening. If you enjoy what you've heard, you can subscribe, review, and share. If not, this has been Sam Darnold's guide to ghostbusting. Contact us at Eddie and Matt OKTC at gmail.com or on Twitter using at Eddie underscore Matt OKTC unless you're Paul Eddie because your ideas are stupid Uh, okay enjoy, enjoy week nine unless you're a Chiefs fan and we'll see you for the next episode